Was Poppy making the rounds like a night watchman? <laughs> goes in the bedroom, then he comes, then he goes through the sliding door, and he's going to be back around again. Like a night watchman. <laughs> Actually, you see him at night with the flashlight shining every in everybody's room. He's got to turn the light on for Dwayne so he can wash Paul's shoes. <laughs> Unbelievable. See, I'm starting to get slap happy. This is going to be a good podcast. No, of course not. Have a good time. But you guys got me thinking. Maybe we should do a little trip together. Hell yeah. Where to? Oh, you... Pamir, Pamir, Cabo San Lucas is beautiful this time. Isn't it spring break? Well, I hope not. E would be real upset if he missed spring break. E always did appreciate a good old-fashioned wet t-shirt contest. Nah, he's gonna have a great time. Excuse me, can I have another shot of Patron? Dose, por favor. All right, get it in here. Cabo. Cabo. Yeah. Hola, Pyros. From the Casa Star in Cabo San Lucas, the last corner of Mexico. This is the Brigada de Fuegos Artificiales. This Pyro podcast, celebrating the people and passion of fireworks, is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. And now, two guys sitting at land's end and searching every corner for more fireworks. Here's Johnny Star y Ron El Banquero. What is this job all about? Fire. There you go. You know, I love that opening because I don't think I could ever, like I drove to San Jose today and I said, Palmia, Palmia, even to myself. I'm talking to myself as I'm driving by it. There you go. You can't, um, yeah, I love that. Uh, well, that's our, our buddies from Entourage. Yeah. yeah there yeah. you go. But yeah, well, it always brings a smile to our face when we're yes. doing it, one from here, because we know we're. Yeah, <clears throat> we're it's where the movie the stars come to pay to play with me. There you go. Yeah, the, you're, you're, you guys are stalking some Vegas guy. What? What? Some Vegas Dave. Vegas Dave. Well, he's um, we're stalking. We're not stalking him. We just want to. You're get a Picture of him. You're stalking him, and he ran out of the restaurant last night so fast you guys couldn't get a picture with him. And uh, we no, we wanted a picture of him because I, I really wanted to ask him. Hey, did you have the winning pick in the Super Bowl? Because. Okay. As I said before, Super Bowl, I would go with Vegas Dave. Now, you could probably explain more to the audience than I do about Vegas Dave. I guess what he's I don't an know. online sports gambler advisor. So he's an online sports advisor, and you s- subscribe to him, right? And you pay him so much a month. Now, there's rumors he makes a hundred thousand dollars a day off of these. You know, subscribers. 100,000 a day. 100,000 a day. And yeah. he's building not, you know, he's got a big home here in, uh, in the Pedregal. And not, not only does he have one home, he's building one right next door to it. It's even bigger. Right. For 100,000 a day, I'm surprised you haven't thought of a way to put out your own sports gambling service. Well, I, I thought I'd be topping 100,000 a day with this podcast. You had me <laughs> no. you talking. But, oh, that's so, you're but so. I didn't, yeah. I didn't you know, we're not even you're at. You're trying to, yeah, figure out. We're not even at, um, yeah, we're not even at 50 cents a day. No, yeah, you're still trying to figure out how to get money from our YouTube channel. So. 
All right. Well, this is episode 128. Episode 128. We're stalking famous Vegas Dave. Vegas Dave. In Cabo. Yeah. Uh, my dad's going in and out like a night watchman. He's, yeah. he's watching everything. <laughs> he's, he's watching. He made so many biscotti today. We, we had yeah. dozens and dozens. Yeah, it looks huge. I mean, he's got a ton of cookies up there. This whole house smelled like vanilla. Yeah. I felt like I was in a... And well, it's, it's a real Mexican you know, vanilla, too. It's, oh, yes. yes yeah, I that's me. what's really good. I had to get two bottles yeah, of that to bring home. Yeah, you know about the Mexican yeah, yeah, vanilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. It's, apparently, it's some special vanilla that you can't get back in the States. Yeah. But the um, nice thing is, though, that we sell those biscottis at the coffee shop. I know. Isn't it like age, uh, like elder abuse? You got your and, poor dad here working, slaved. He was here till 5 o'clock. Okay, making, yeah. Well, when I was biscotti. young and cutting the grass, that was kid abuse. Well, it? no, kids are supposed to do work. They oh, mean, I see. Yeah, well, how come your kid doesn't do nothing? Ooh, <laughs> oh, blow, blow. Blow. <laughs> My a, kid's working. You never saw that coming. <laughs> well, he's working. He's working for a company now. I'm going to kill Bob for this coffee. That's a yeah. whole other discussion. He's working for a company now, but before yeah. he didn't. No, he, he does little work, very little work for me. Very, yes, little, yes, very yes. little work for you. Yeah, yeah. And Anyways, I, I'm not going to take you know. I'm not, you know what, Ron? I'm going to stay on top. I'm not taking you're, the low road. You're going to take the high road from I'm now on? I'm going to take the yeah. high road. It's, it was wrong of me to just hit no, you so below the that's belt. That's okay. You know, you're on vacation. You're trying to have a good time. You got, uh, then you got Johnny like a cobra just striking at you every time I can. You're like, like a, a cobra. cobra. You are. You are. Yeah. You are. I'm up here. Like I'm. I'm raised up. I'm. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Anyway. Oh man. No. I. It, it, but it, your poor dad. He's over here sweating, making. You know. He's elder abuse. He's. He's making biscotti. He made like eighteen. Do, eighteen dozen of those things. Yeah. So. Um. You know, my buddy Vince is here, and he had a. The bank called him up, and they said uh, a bank called him up. Yeah, a banker called him up and said, "You know, your aunt just called up here, and she's she's starting to suffer from dementia, and uh, so it's kind of very sad." But the bank, the banker, you know, I figure you would know because you're like a, you know, you're on the banker. So. I'm a banker. Yeah. So a banker, you know, called him up and he said, ah, "Your aunt called up here again, wanting to do, you know, this or that." He's like, "No, you know, you know the rule. Don't listen to her. You know, obviously." Right. I, I couldn't even imagine I would be on the phone with the banker like, nope, yeah, don't do that. Uh, what she meant to say was put the money into this account. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. You, 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 would, you would defer the money into your own account for Ill, ill-gotten gains. Yeah, so would yeah. that still fall underneath elder abuse? Yes, that's right. Yes, that's so yeah, my fraud, form bank of fraud. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff wrong with that. Bank fraud, elder abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so just, I, my whole point of telling you this is, I think him making the biscottis is on a very low level. What I could really do. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 He's <laughs> and he's not. Uh, although, in your defense, I did see you. You know, come out of your pocket and buy him a cup of coffee at the coffee yeah, shop. I, I certainly did. He complained. He goes, "I've been slaving all day." And yeah, after like, he's give yeah. me the latte, you yeah. know. And then he was going to pay for it, but you said, "I got it, Poppy." I got it, and I also changed a tire today. You, you changed the tire after today. After you guys went off roading or whatever. There's, you know, tire. there's a lot, and I saw you filling out insurance papers and things like that. Yeah. For people who think having, like, a, a summer home or whatever is a good gig, there's a lot of work involved. My day never ends. I tell you that all the time. You make it look way too easy. Yeah, you I mean, I do this all stuff. for my friends. Well, I, I don't know if I'll go that well, far. Well, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I think well I, I'm just saying I mean, you know, you, we basically do because, you know, we. Yeah. I would be at the and Waldorf Astoria right now living would, it up. Well, you do you do enjoy it yourself, though. No, but, I do. And you enjoy being with friends, so yeah. it's just it's to the benefit. Yes, but you there is 
Yes, we are very thankful that we ha- I could you ruined me for like I couldn't like buy a place here because I would never be able to afford this kind of place and well, I don't I'm want, just getting, I don't want to live in the $80,000 condo on the marina. I'm I just, just can't getting do that. I'm just getting back to you for the skybox. The skybox. Like, yeah, well like you take me to a concert in the skybox okay. and I can never go back to a concert unless I'm in a yeah. skybox. Yeah, or, uh, yeah. And then, yeah. you know, I want to see you go back to Holiday and see how it feels. No, I could not. <laughs> I could not. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's not good. Yeah, not you're not going to get a big shower like that in the no, Holiday Inn. No. no, yeah. What uh Anyway. But yes, uh, we are here in Cabo and uh it's February, so it's kind of the doldrums of the fireworks uh, season, so to speak. But anyway, do a pyro purge. What have you been up to with fireworks? Well, um, oh, you're right off the bat. You got something. What do you got? Yeah. Well, we're preparing for uh, show in Vegas next week. Oh, and, that's um, coming up already. Yeah, huh? it's the coming ASD up already. Show, yeah, right? The ASD show. That's going to be really fast. And ASD stands for American Surplus Distributors. There you go. So um, we're doing that show. So we're getting ready for that. So this show must be pretty good for you because you go every year. Yeah, either I go every year because the show's good, or I like Vegas, and I don't like Vegas. So yeah, no, <laughs> you know what? The show works out for us. You know, there's not a lot of people there, obviously, mm-hmm. but. The show works out, and I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's not many vendors as far as firework vendors. No, I can't. I couldn't think. There's probably aren't you like the only one? Yeah, it's me and uh, one other guy, basically. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's really not that. Somebody many. you know? Have you seen him from NFA yeah, or something? Yeah, or, yeah, I see him. Okay, so it's you really and him not get out and bad. go to go to you know no, some pyro no, dinner or something? No, you know, I don't. You mingle. get enough of that. I don't mingle NFA, well yeah. with the others. No, yeah. no, you don't. Yeah. You like the locals, not the yeah, yeah. yeah not, I, I, not the familiars. I go for the Vegas locals. You know, what I mean? yeah, I'm yeah. not going out with a firework guy to you know, unless I have to at NFA or something. Dino going to be there? Yep, Dino's going to be there. Nice. Yep, and Steve's going to be there. Oh, and, okay. Uh, oh, the whole family. Yeah, cousin Joe's going to be there. You know. Oh, I, I, where's yeah. my? I didn't get an invite to this. Um, one. No, you didn't come to this one in a while. Now, you, no, you, we did a podcast from here once. We did it from a yeah. while, while ago, right from the floor. The ASD show. You want to go back? It's and episode it was, whatever. Um, yeah. So we're getting ready for that. Um, now, do you have a booth set up? Yeah, booth set up. A new booth. Too. Oh, you got they a new booth, Joe. We got yeah, the new booth set up. Joe, we got the new booth. Take some pictures of that. that. Send it to yeah, me. I want to uh, see. I, I was sending them a bunch yeah. of logos. Yeah. It's uh, really good. And then, um, you know, fireworks. I mean, I got emails coming almost every day. You know, I have 210 cases of uh, this ready to ship. Do you need it? No. So basically, I think we're all in the same boat. We're waiting for customers. Right. Everyone's got all this merchandise that they claim. And um, yeah, we got a bunker full waiting for customers. Yeah, they're waiting for customers. Uh, You got a bunker full, which, you know, we can empty that out within weeks. Well, that would be nice. But. Um, yeah, we're all we're all in the same boat. I think we're all waiting for customers. We, we got many comments on our last YouTube video about you yawning. Everybody was worried about you. you said you needed to take a nap. <laughs> really? Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, well, what did you do it at night? Late? I mean, you know, I'm an early morning I, I, guy. Oh yes, of course you. <laughs> I'm an early morning guy, and it was. Uh, uh, I forgot which one it was, but you were yawning a lot. I think we were we were singing the Christmas song. Oh well, yeah. Okay, you give me three bottles of wine, and you want me to yawn? Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. sorry. Yeah. Okay. So go on. I'm sorry. Go on. So, uh, well, now that's it. I'm I'm done now. <laughs> no, no. I'm no. gonna I'm gonna stop yawning. You, no. Um, yeah. Don't worry, folks. I'm alive and well, better shape than ever. Yes. Going out and um, hobnobbing with the rich and famous over here. Rare form, you're, rare you're form, rare form here in Cabo. But uh, so, so we're just waiting for customers at this. Point. Yeah, we're waiting for customers, yeah. and um, 
you know, I'm kind of in limbo right now. We got a lot of containers in. A lot uh, have, you know, so many came in already. So I predict a year with no back orders. And what I mean by that is, you know, how many times we pull the same order three, four times. He's got a back order, a back order, and it just keeps getting pulled. This container comes in. I think all of our containers will be in by April. Okay, well, that's good. um, there'll be a a very easy season of no back orders. That means as soon as the stuff gets wrapped up, it's going to be shipped or asked to be shipped, and let's get out of the warehouse. So the warehouse should be in rare form ready to go. So, And do you have your... Your warehouse staff ready to go? Yeah, warehouse staff is good and ready to go. I've been contacting them uh, almost pretty much daily. And, uh, yeah, they're doing a good job. And um, so we'll see what goes on. You're anticipating to have a good warehouse staff this year? Great warehouse staff. Great warehouse staff. But you lost clay. We lost clay, yeah. It was a big uh, asset there lost. But, you know, we uh, got a couple others in the lineup and stuff. And, um, you know, we're actually trying to get a guy here today from San Jose to – you know, take the truck to Fargo, and uh, we already have a token. We already have a token Mexican. Well, we're gonna get two because uh-huh. they're, you know, they're um, they come as a pair. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, a dose. So I was watching the other day just to get off the tangent, which I do constantly. Yeah. But what? So I was watching some of those, um, not to be racist, but Mexican. Oh, here we go. Well, okay. Mexican guys dancing so much. Where were you watching Mexican rhythm. guys? Just yeah. in your bedroom late no, at night? at one of the bars. After saloon bar no, closes? Yeah. No, at one of okay. the bars. And so much rhythm and just dancing so crazy and stuff like that. And I, I realized I kept looking at their shoes. I think it is something in their shoes. Okay, so your theory is that. Mexican men dance well because of the shoes. Something in their shoes. And then my friend said. Which friend? A Mexican friend? No, an American friend that was was here, uh, Tony. Oh, okay. He said maybe. Yeah, if you're here with vitamin T, I don't think you're looking at men's shoes. No, but he said maybe uh, it could be Mexican jumping beans. In their shoes. In their shoes. Okay. And you remember when we were a kid, you'd get those little Mexican beans, they would sit there and jump. yeah. Yeah. So I isn't there like a it. little bug or something in there? Is that how those things work? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got to thinking maybe we should put something in our shoes that make us kind of bounce around a little bit more. I mean, if it gave us rhythm, or at least made us appear to be rhythm, um, we might be able to make this well, into more than see, the fireworks. I well, we don't see. First of all, I know, and you 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 mocked me the other night for this, but. I'm a drummer, yeah, so, so I do you, have good rhythm. You have rhythm. You're right. just not moving. I, I just can't dance. No, you can't even turn around. <laughs> I could turn around. My head is fine. You told me to turn around. I don't want to turn around. Oh, I see. So I told you to turn around. You don't want to turn around. Yeah. So when you're missing something, I go, Ron, turn around. I should just let you miss it. Yes. And then say, and then you'll say, why don't you tell me to turn around? If it's not directly in front of my face, I don't need to see it. All right. Well, it's well good. I don't know if I accept your. Th- so, so, so you want to you want to start a dancing podcast? Is that what you're talking now? I'm just thinking maybe we're, I, th- I think we're onto something like that. Just, you're thinking, I think you stick with the. I mean, Skechers doing really good, but we put something in the oh, Skechers. You want to make shoe? Okay, so you want to put jumping beans in shoes to make you have rhythm. I think it's the name of a cake, Mexican shoes. Mexican, Mexican dancing <laughs> shoes. I think, I think Mexican jumping beans would be a better cake. Uh, dancing shoes, Mexican dancing shoes. We got to think of something like and, that. And uh, yeah, I did. I get. I got some, a few good names of some uh, firework cakes. While I'm out here. What? See, Paul. See, um, excuse me, Ron. When you are out there, 
um, on vacation. I said Paul because he's with Paul. But when you're on vacation, Paul's eating all of yeah. When strawberries you're on vacation, just you and Paul. You know, you're out here on vacation, and I'm always thinking about work, work, work. I'm naming cakes. I'm I'm having a meeting this afternoon. You know, I, well, first of all, I've been up every day when we're here from. 7.30 till 2.30 working. Oh, see, I miss all that. Yeah, you're, you're asleep. Okay. Okay, so I'm working remotely while well, you're sleeping. Well, I stand corrected. I didn't know no, that. No, no, that's why I do. You got computers. So I work the night shift and you work, work the, the morning day shift. shift. I'm working oh, the morning okay. day shift. There that's exactly go. right. And is Paul doing anything while he's here? He's in the pool. No, he's on the pool. He's on vacation. You been getting up early, Paul? 8 o'clock. Yeah, Paul's yeah. getting up early. 8 o'clock. He gets up early, but he goes to bed early. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know. He's getting, he gets up early. He's doing good. He's doing good. We got a good story for you, Paul. We want you to you could talk about it in a second here. What's that? Oh, we got a story. Okay, want to go to news? We'll go to news. We'll, Let's go, go, to, go, to we'll news. go to fireworks news. Let me enough find. of our tangents. Enough of our tangents. Hold on. No, Paul, get your news. Paul. <laughs> get your fireworks news here. Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker hot off the press. Fireworks news from all across the, the night world. Watchman. You got to come closer over here. We won't be able to hear you. Yeah, come over, here, Paul. Yeah, yeah, sit down. What Paul. are you? What are you eating, Paul? What are those? Chocolate covered strawberries. Oh, okay. you want one? No, no, I don't eat. They're Vince's strawberries. Oh, okay, cool. Vince's strawberries. All right. I think Paul's mentioned this girl before as he blows his nose. Thanks. Christy Naom says Biden administration blocked July 4th Mount Rushmore fireworks for the third straight year. Uh, Her application to host Independence Day fireworks at Mount Rushmore has been blocked for three straight years. South Dakota Governor Christy Naom said Thursday the Biden administration has blocked the state from hosting the fireworks at Mount Rushmore for a third straight year. Obviously, only because Trump wanted it, and now they, as much as he wanted it, they have to cancel it now. Yeah. That's basically why they do it. It's, it's really- In 2021, uh, NPS, na- who's, who's the NPS? Nas- National Park Service cited reasons relating to the coronavirus, environmental concerns, wildfire risks, and ongoing construction as its reason to deny the permit request to host the fireworks at the federal landmark. The permit request for fireworks was again rejected in 2022 as a letter from the U.S. Department of Interior Mount Rushmore National Memorial Superintendent Michelle Wheatley stated that wildfire conditions could create a high likelihood of a fire. So this time they're saying it's because it could be a fire. So Well, they, they said when Trump wanted fireworks in Mount Rushmore, they... Yeah, all complain and said, no, there could be a fire and stuff like that. Right. And then, you know, once again, I said, well, the United States of America can certainly prepare for a fire, you know. Um, and we had Mount Rushmore fireworks and nothing happened. Uh, I mean, I think there were, I, you know, I know you're going to laugh me, Ron, but I think there were sightings of Nancy Pelosi trying to start some fires <laughs> during that Mount Rushmore. Uh, she was out there <laughs> with her lighter trying to do it. But now she's uh, taking care of her uh, husband. Now. Yeah, well, yeah, he's yeah. he got hit in the head. Yeah. So. So, but um, anyways, this uh, the governor of South Dakota. She's uh, she sued the Biden administration in April 2021, arguing that uh, they have departed from longstanding precedent and 
<laughs> reneged on the agreement without any meaningful explanation. So she's fighting for it. But, I hope so. I hope she wins. I mean, it seems like this guy is tone deaf sometimes, and he just, what's wrong with a little fireworks? Yeah, he doesn't. Whatever they tell him. No, obviously what it basically is is, Whatever the other administration do, do it exact opposite. It's like the right. Seinfeld episode. I should just live my life opposite, and that's what Biden is doing. But he really doesn't even know it because he's kind of sleepy, you know, right now. He doesn't really know. If he's sleepy going, Joe? Yeah, you know, he's yeah. going backwards, forwards, what he's yeah. doing, you know. Yeah. Well, at least the governor's suing. No, that's good. No, yeah. let's get a little firework I know going Paul on. likes that lady. He's always yeah. talking about her. She a nice-looking lady? Yeah, you want to see that, a picture? Uh, sure. There, there she is. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, yeah, I've always heard people talk about the governor of South Dakota. What's our yeah. governor look like? He's not so good looking. North uh, No, you, in Illinois? North, no, North Dakota. Oh, uh, who's the governor of North Dakota? You know, Paul? No. I don't know. You have to search it on your yeah. phone. Well, I'm sure he doesn't look nothing like that. All right. Here's, I think it's a guy. Here's, a, here's another one, John. Uh, this one is Hawaii. Kuala Lumpur. Is that Hawaii? No. Uh, no, no, this is Arabia. Uh, Bukit Aman will wait for... The Home Ministry's policy on the legislation of firecrackers and fireworks. The Inspector General of Police said they were ready to abide by the guidelines to be introduced by the ministry. Uh, just inform them the matter away for policy and will be decided by the ministry. He told reporters after attending the hiking with the police program at the Burkitt Kiara Federal Park on Saturday. So they have a decision here to legalize the sale of firecrackers and fireworks in Kuala Lumpur in, uh, Arabia. in India, in Arabia. The cabinet agreed to legalize the lighting of firecrackers and fireworks. This was subject to approval by the authorities, such as import licenses and duties to be paid. Nice. Would that help uh, anything with, on your end? Uh, no. No? No, but it helped China out. But China's doing absolutely... But doesn't it, couldn't India make their own? Uh, yeah, they could. Yeah. But, very, but nothing like the quality we have in China. Yeah. But China's doing awesome right now. Their domestic market, as as we call exploded. They got rid of a lot of stock that they thought they were going to have leftover is gone now. For fireworks? Uh, yeah, for fireworks. The domestic market has just been on fire Maybe for them. So That might, that might be what, what this story is about. <clears throat> Overseas orders light up sales of fireworks. Major cities worldwide look to you, Lu Yang, to spark displays at big celebrations. At the factory of Lu Yang uh, Fireworks... Hunan province-based pyrotechnic maker workers are busy moving boxes into trucks. <clears throat> Some low-explosive devices used for entertainment and ceremonial purposes are to be shipped and lit at events from K-pop music, concerts in Seoul, and movie festivals in Cannes, France, and Venice, Italy to National Day celebrations. Uh, so basically they're saying even though the COVID-19 pandemic and economic headwinds have created operational difficulties and slowed business growth for many industries across the world, Fireworks producers in China saw soaring overseas orders as demand rebounded in both developed and developing markets. Yeah, so the domestic market, the Chinese market's exploding for them, so that's really good. And that looks like they're getting that European business back, which they lost. So, um, no, they're really doing very, they're very well. And, of course, now the, the, you know, the borders are open. We can go over there, and uh, I'm getting ready to plan my trip. But um, so it'd be kind of nice. I can't wait. It says here, uh, oh, you're going back. Yep. You're going in, in going back. October. You're going to go in April? I'm gonna wait. I don't think I'm going to make it in April. I think I'll just wait in October. so a few more get COVID and, you know, whatever. <laughs> you called it the other day, God's, God's uh, what'd you call it? God's uh, waiting room? Was that what you said? Or? Well, that's Miami. No. Oh, Miami. <laughs> no. Um, 
was like sorting out. Um, I forgot what you said. It was yeah, well, I mean, that's how you kind of, you know, I look at it like a big courtroom. You know, like we ever go to, you know, obviously I spend a lot of time in court, but, <laughs> you know, you go to a court and, and the judge all of a sudden calls up 30 people at once. Right. Just, just you're 30. all, you're all. It's like, you're all going to pay this or you're all dismissed yeah, yeah. or whatever, you know. And I think it's the same way here. It's like, you know, plane goes down. It's like God's got to clear the courtroom. Like, let's let's get rid of these many God's people. courtroom. You know? I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. So uh, this is kind of like God's courtroom. You know, like, give them all this COVID. I mean, I hear there's, you know, trailers of bodies and everything like that. You never know what's true, what's not true. But, mm. um, you know, just like our cases went up when we opened all the stuff up, it's expected. Right. But once again, the virus has to weaken. And the only way it can weaken is picking on more people mm. so i figured i'll let it pick on some more people in china let them get it uh they still have a crappy vaccination which they just can't seem to you know why they can't seem to fix it it seems like they should know the ingredients but whatever yeah so well, then, no, it's, uh, i think i'll just wait till october and see what happens there you go yeah it's like natural selection only the the, the, the strong survive yeah yeah um and it says here the <clears throat> Luyang is the world's fireworks capital, which manufactures more than 60% of the fireworks for global markets. Saw its exports surge 85% on a yearly basis to 6 billion yuan, yuan? Yuan. Yuan in yuan. 2022. Statistics from the city government showed 80, 85%. Yeah. Oh no! Um, I apologize for my voice. Louis Lu Young is the uh, you know place to go for fireworks, and no doubt about it. Yeah. All right, John. Another news: guests smuggle fireworks into Disney Park, lights them in front of a castle. I got news for you: if you're going to Disney World, they're going to have fireworks. You don't need to bring your own. You don't need to bring know. your own. It's like bringing yeah. sand to a beach over here. Yeah. Why? Why oh. would we need to do that? Oh. Uh, I'm not even going to read this story. I want to give people ideas. I think it was actually Disneyland, not Disney World, though. But California. Yeah. Okay. I was going to mix up. Disney World is Florida. Yeah. Okay. Sounds All right. Good. Let's let's do uh, let's do fireworks judge on this one. Hold on. I need a producer, John. You're telling me. <laughs> All right. Let's see what you think of this story. Johnny Star, fireworks judge. is now entering the courtroom. All right, the pyro's in the courtroom. All right, Disney Park, another Disney story, under fire for use of fireworks due to environmental concerns. Uh, fireworks, so yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll read the story and then we can talk about it. Fireworks are a quintessential part of the experience at Walt Disney World and Disneyland, but recent social media uproar could lead to the end of the fireworks show um, celebrating Disney Disney's hundred years. One recent controversy saw an influence an influencer bring fireworks into Disneyland Park for a photo shoot, which is the story we just talked about. Mm -hmm. So, and but now fans are calling for the Southern California Disney Park to police themselves and stop using fireworks altogether. So, at the end of the day, some stupid TikTok Instagram yeah. idiot brought fireworks to Disneyland Park, shot off fireworks in front of the castle and be, now everybody be, wants him to cancel all the fireworks at disney yeah. even the ones he held shot by yeah he shut off his fireworks right. maybe in front of the castle before they you know lit off thousands and thousands of dollars of fireworks right so what would you being the fireworks judge what's your what's your thoughts on this well 
I understand that you don't want people coming in to the park with fireworks. Mm-hmm. I never seem to be able to get anything in the park. Mm-hmm. They got the, you know, they have the, they take your bag, they take your purse, they take your fanny pack, and they run it through this. They, yeah, how could you I get mean, in with the So park? I don't know. And, and what kind of firework can you smuggle in? Are you bringing a 500 cake in where? In a duffel bag? Right. You're not gonna, I mean, right. they search women's purses. I, that's, I, I never so would have thought of How the heck did this I mean, guy get it in you know, there? You're not talking about a, a, a box of snappers. No. You're talking about, you know, you want to bring a 500 gram cake. Anything that's going to make, yeah. make a splash on TikTok, you're going to yeah. have to big something. So, big, I right? mean, I don't know how they're smuggling it in, but uh, they check women's purses. You're not certainly going to fit a 500 gram cake in a women's purse. If you're walking with a duffel bag, you know they're going to search a duffel bag. So, I really... Right. I don't know, you know, uh, what's going on. But the bottom line is, you... Once again, we're trying to, you know, make everybody happy. Right. You just can't cancel something for a few bad apples. Something that's been going on for a hundred years. A hundred years. One guy, because of social media, brings in a bottle rocket, and now they want to close it down for everyone. I mean, Walt Disney would be turning in his grave. Something tells me that the environmental concerns created by the one firework a night is a drop in the bucket to the environmental issues, the footprint that Disney World, Disneyland cranks out on a daily yes. basis, right? With all the waste and electricity. Could I you mean, imagine you know, the, 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 the electrical plant just housing, um, you know, just, just supplying the electricity for Disney? That black right. smoke's got to be billowing out of there. Right. You know, when I was down in Florida a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, going on a boat ride down the canal. And we in we Florida, in Florida, yeah, mm-hmm. in uh, Fort Lauderdale, and we, you know, on this little canal, and we went right past this big, huge electrical plant, and the smoke's just billowing out, and and I guess right. you don't understand. It's like, yeah, we want electric cars, we want electric batteries, but at the end of the day, it all comes from the electrical plant. You can't oh, right, charge right. the battery. You can't right, do right. anything. Right, you no, know, no, and no. Uh, so yeah, I could imagine the footprint that you know, with all that power that they're right. using, it's like Vegas. I mean, you know, right, and they're worried about, uh, you know, yeah. they're worried about the fireworks show that lasts what twenty minutes a night. Yeah, but yeah. you know, once again, you just can't cancel something because one person is goofing up. Well, know? they sure want to try it. Oh my so. God, they sure do. All right, John. Let's look. we're gonna go a little bit on the dark side here. We had Bob here, Bob the fireman, for a oh. while. He gave me this cough, by the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna sue. I don't know if I can get. Maybe I can get him build my deck for free. Or Bob something. got everybody sick except me. Oh uh, yeah, for some reason I don't know. But, well, I stayed away from him. Well, but Paul and I we kept telling him. You know, we kept making fun of him. Well, not making fun. We give him a hard time. Said, <clears throat> "Where's Dark Bob? Because Bob can go. Bob can go dark. Yeah. At, at a at a moment's notice." Yeah, right now so it's, we're, just, it's just fake Bob here. Well, I don't know about fake, but well, no, Bob's not here. But we are calling him Dark Bob. Yeah. So, in honor of Dark Bob, we're going to go a little dark here. So, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read to you, read to you some things. If you listen for fireworks, we're done with fireworks. If you, we, again, it's February. So are we, we got, done with fireworks? Yeah. Already? Well, no. These are these are fireworks. This is oh, more. Okay. This is jokey, jokey. Oh, okay. Okay. Jokey, 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 jokey fireworks. All right. <laughs> we don't have to talk. Where about Where does this. he come up with these jokey, All jokey? Right, so here we go. So. I was looking at... Uh, they call me the infant. <laughs> you eat like a toddler. Okay, good. That's a whole other problem. I'm going to make that the name of this podcast. You eat, Johnny Starr eats like a toddler. Yes. All right, so uh, here's some some um, 
Tombstone sayings. Okay. All right. Mel Blank, the guy who created Bugs Money, all that, on his tombstone, it says, that's all, folks. Oh, yeah. Kind of good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield, on his, it says, there goes the neighborhood. That's When you told me that, yeah. uh, I am going to get that on my tombstone. Yeah. And then Merv Griffin, I will not be back after this message. Mm-hmm. Another one, anonymous. I told you I was sick. I like that. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a writer, but then nobody's perfect. I should put that, I should put that on uh, my buddy Big Mike's tombstone. I should put... I, I told sick. you I was sick. Yeah. yeah, but he doesn't even have a tombstone. He's, no, he's sitting he's, on probably on in some garage right now on ashes. And, and, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, very sad. Another one, letter rip. Letter rip. Okay. Yeah, another one. Damn, it's dark down here. That's kind of funny. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Here's one. I'd rather be in Acapulco. Oh, that I could go. use that one. Here's here lies Johnny Yeast. Pardon me, not for not rising. Another <laughs> one. No comment. Another one. I'm filling my last cavity. And another one expired. So wow. these are some famous tombstones. So I got to thinking what would be some good fireworks or pyro themed tombstones. You ready? Oh, God. I got some here. I haven't got visuals for you. Oh, nice. Let me see. Are you ready? And I think I, yeah. There it's you go. amazing he has all this time on his hands. Here lies good old Fred. A great big shell fell upon his head. Oh, nice. Do you like that one? Yeah. There you go. All right. Second one. My dear bud, what was lit was not a dud. Oh, that's so sad. Well, but that's a fireworks uh, headstone. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. His finale was to die for. That's a good one. There you go. You like that I one? Could do, I could use that on my tombstone. There you go. There you go. How about this one? I'll let you read this one. My assistant said the fire extinguisher was fixed for... Good this time. Yeah. Yeah. So my assistant said the fire extinguisher was, was fixed for good this time. There you yeah. go. So, all right. What we got here? All right. Here lies a beloved pyro who lit the wick and forgot to throw. Boy, that's good. There you pyro go. and throw rhyme. See, that's the, see how I'm thinking? Very good. I like this one here. It is very clever. Are you ready? This bunker is tiny. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> What am I put that on your tombstone? This bunker is tiny. Mm-hmm. Okay, here you go. Here's another one. He loved Pyro. Uh, what's that? And at yeah. the bottom it says, oh, and his wife and kids too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ron, this is a, um, what? you know, talking about today and we're and all these tombstones. Okay. Um, this is a very, very sad day for me. Okay. Well, because, wait, why is that? Um well, it's 2023, so exactly 20 years ago today, my grandfather died. Really? Yes. And I still remember his last words. So we were talking about the other day, like, what was Betty White's last words? Right. And according to what we Google, it said, Alan, and then Paul knew right away, Alan London, uh, Ludden. Ludden was no, Ludden, Ludden. okay was her husband. So before she died, weeks before her hundredth birthday, she said, "Oh yeah, Alan was her last words." Oh, okay. So um, and it got me thinking that I still remember. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember your dad's last words, or not, but I still remember my grandfather's last words, and that was 20 years ago today that he passed away. And I'll never forget. What? He looked down at me and he said, "Are you still holding the ladder?" <laughs> 
God. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. <laughs> I thought I thought your grandpa died with a bunch of little tiny horses up his butt. <laughs> yeah. But he was in stable condition. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Here's one. Here lies a pyro, all dressed up and no product. And no product. Oh, that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, all dressed up here and no product. All right. And then I did I did a couple now. These are this one would be mine. So it says, Ron the Banker, you blanks are all on your own now. You blank. Uh, you know, I it's I kinda okay. kinda you know, oh, kinda yeah, edited yeah. it now. But oh yeah, yeah, you're you got you don't got your eyes on. Yeah. But right. anyway, I feel like that way sometimes at the bank is like you all on your own because yeah. I do so much for everybody. Well yeah. Well that you that I will and I will attest to that. Here's another one I did. I'll let you read that one. That one's for me. Rhonda Banker, I'm finally skinning, maybe maybe too skinny. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. All right, here's one I made for you. You ready for this I, one? I knew it was kind of. <laughs> you you know what? I, I thought it was going to end with those. And then when you said I made these for me, I knew I was so well, you, I'm going to yeah. have to do that for you, too. But you'll yes. agree with this one. Johnny Starr. Johnny Starr. The cost to import finally went to. Went too far. Went too far. It killed you. <laughs> yeah, it killed me as well. Johnny Starr. The cost to import finally went too far. Mm-hmm. You ready? I got yep. one more for you. Yep. Now, here, this one's a good one. Johnny Starr. Johnny Starr finally bonding with the locals. There yes, you go. there you go. And I actually did three for you. I did one more. Oh, I figured you would. Johnny Starr died swimming in someone else's pool. That <laughs> could go. be so mean. There you go. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean that could be so mean? No, that could be so mean. Oh, you. Mean, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Died swimming in someone yeah. else's pool. So, all right. And well, then, That was very morbid. I know, as I said, we're going to a dark place, but it's because you know, yeah. of Bob. Yeah. That's because of Bob. All right, let's do, some, let's do some fake cues. I got two of them this time, John. I don't know which one you want to do. Hey, get ready for another episode of Fake Cues with Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker. All right, John, fake cues. We got two versions. Well, you want to do either one, or we could actually do them both, wherever you want. Do them both. We got a, we, which one do you want to do first? We got the Valentine's edition or the recession edition? As they said on our Price is Right, I'll take the Valentine's edition for 500 The Valentine's edition. All right. All right, here you go. Here's the Valentine's edition. I'll give you that one first. All right, so we have four people. We got Jim, we got Jay Leno. Jim Gaffigan, who's a comedian, stand-up comedian. Uh, Charles Schultz, you know who he is? Created Snoopy. Oh, yeah. And Lena Dunham, that's the girl at the bottom left there. She's a comedian, American writer, director. All right, so All right. I'm going to give you four quotes. You pick the, uh, you put the right quote with the right person. All right. All you need is love, but a little chocolate now and then doesn't hurt. I love you so much, I hate everyone who isn't you. Today is Valentine's Day, or as men like to call it, extortion day. Without Valentine's Day, February would be, well, January. All right. So who do you think said what? Wow. Uh, you really got me going here. Here's a pen if you want to you want to write down so it's easier for you. Well, let's see. All you need is love, but a little chocolate now and then doesn't hurt. That sounds like something a girl would say just because chocolate and women kind of go together. 
I'm just speculating. So we're going to go here. So I love you so much. I hate everyone who isn't you. February would be, well, January. I'm going to say without Valentine's Day, February would be, well, January. I, I got a feeling that would be something the Snoopy guy would say. You know? Mm-hmm. And then, so I'm, I'm going to go with, so I'm going to go, I might as well just write these down now here. All right, All right let me take this pen. So what I'm, I, I think the chocolate one was the girl. Okay, so I'm going to just number these. One, two, three, four. So I'm going to go one here. And then uh, I'm going to go with number three for this guy. Jay Leno was kind of witty. So let me see here. All you need is love, but a little chocolate now and then doesn't hurt. Okay, all you need, I love you so much, I hate everyone who isn't you. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Jim Gaffigan for that. Let me see, but I'm going to make sure number four matches up. Well, Valentine's Day, February would be, well, January. Today is Valentine's or as men call it extortion. I think, you know what, I'm going to do Jay Leno for number three. Okay. I'm going to do this guy for number four. Without Valentine's Day, February would be January. All right, so one, all you need is love, but a little chocolate now and then doesn't hurt. I'm going to go with the girl. No, that was Charles Schultz. Really? Okay, yeah. so he was number one. All right, Charles all Schultz, right. the creator Two. of Peanuts, said that. Okay, all you need is love a little. Okay, well, maybe because he created Peanuts. I should probably thought about that. Number two, I love you so much, I hate everyone who isn't you. I said that was Jim Gaffigan. No, that's Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. She's, uh, she's on the girl. She's on a show called uh, Girls. She created it. I think it's a show about lesbians, right. actually. And then today is Valentine's Day, or as men like to call it, Extortion Day. That would be, I would think, Jay Leno. Yeah, that's your correct. Okay, good. I knew I had so, to get one out of there. Yeah. Because I know Jay Leno's hum- humor. These are guys I never heard of. Yeah, that, that was a problem. You didn't and know. then uh, four, without Valentine's Day, February would be, well, January, and that would be Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan, right. Wow. There you go. You know, I heard a story today about <clears throat> Leno when he was doing The Tonight Show. They called him, or they... They brought him in the office. They had a meeting and said, we're going to have to fire half your staff. Did you ever hear this story? No. Because uh-uh. he was, you know, there were budget constraints or whatever. So they said, you're going to have to fire half the staff. And he said, well, how much money are we talking here? What, what's the deal? And they said it, was, it would save about $15 million. And you know what he did? He was making $30 million a year. He cut his salary in half. Yeah. And kept his staff on. Yeah. That's a that's a good guy. I mean, I, I have to say when people do things like that, because, you yeah. know, you got to figure, I mean, um, how much is enough? Well, and that's basically what he said. He said, I'm still making 15 million a year. What do I need? Yeah, I mean, really. And uh, and once again, you know, without your friends and just like this place here, without your friends and without your coworkers and without even Bob. You know, what would even the, Bob the dyna- Well, the dynamics change. You That's know, what I, I always try and tell you guys. It's like we all got to try and get along. And right. Right. We right. all got quirks and we all got different opinions of everything. But at the end of the day, we'd all be sitting here by ourselves. Right. If we didn't adapt to each other's personalities. Right. And that wouldn't be no fun, in my opinion. But no. there are a lot of recluses out there like Ed right. McMahon was. Right. Or no, like Johnny Carson was. Right. That, um, you know, on stage he was laughing joking and then at home 
he would just go there and just be away from everybody, including Ed McMahon. You thought him and Ed McMahon hung out like me and Mike or like me and you. And, right, right. You know, no. So, see, we're like making jokes and talking on a podcast, but we actually hang out together where a lot of people do everything for nothing. It's like, you know, it's not even they just do right. it. They get their paycheck. So I think anyone that, you know, donates that kind of money. But I, I'm, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to feel that way. But he said his he said his staff was so grateful. He said they worked hard the rest of the run. They they appreciated him for it, and they worked twice as hard. And, and they the show twice as hard. The show was you know hundred percent better because yeah. of that. And I feel the same way with um, you know obviously when someone sets a precedent and works for free, uh, like our Illinois governor did, and like uh, Donald Trump did. You know, at some point, you know, when they talk about people like that, well. You know, just say, for instance, Biden's got tons of money. He's been in government all these years. Right. If he really cared about the United States, if he really cared about trying to trim the budget, start with your own salary. Obviously, he doesn't need it. You know what I mean? Um, so when when someone works for free and they're like, oh, well, he could afford it. Most people in these positions could work for free or work for half, but they don't do it. Mm. So, you know, when they talk about you know, Michael Jordan and how much money he, you know, had and how little he donated, you know, um, you know, it makes you wonder sometimes. But at the end of the day, like I've told many people, when you are when you have that much money, no matter what you donate will never be enough in some people's minds. Right. 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 You know, he'll say, oh, I can't believe Michael Jordan only gave 10 million. If he gave a hundred million, would you be happier? Right, right. You'd still no. find a reason to criticize yeah. him. You're still going to find a reason to criticize Trump for working for free. Well, he's got other agenda, okay? But he's still working for free. They're always know? going to find a reason. Yeah, and so they always find a reason. But you know, uh, and then people say, "Well, Jay Leno makes fifteen million. He should." No, he doesn't have to. No, you know? NBC's got a lot of money. They can. Yeah, NBC's they got a lot more money too. Right, you know? right, right. So no, I think it's. it's I think it's great when people. Right. Uh, care about employees and do that stuff, you know. Just yeah. like when my employees ask for a raise, um, I mean, the first yeah, thing I, you shoot, you, you, the first thing I say, they're buried in the back underneath <laughs> the, the foundation. But go ahead. Well, I had that conversation a little while. You want to raise? Get up, walk thirty feet, hang a left out the door, walk three blocks, run on a memory, see what they give you. All right. so, yeah, um, there you go. No, but even like when my own employees ask for raises, go down to memory. I tell them, well, I like to give you a raise, but I really can't afford it. But come to me with an idea. Come to me with something that you're going to do extra. The value add. Yes, because, see, if I give you a dollar more an hour, I have to pull a dollar out of my own pocket. So that means I live on a dollar less because you want a dollar more. But if you come to me with an idea where you can, where I can give you a dollar and I can maybe make 40 cents or 50 cents or a dollar myself, bring me those ideas right. when you come to me for a raise. Don't just don't come to ask me for a raise because right. right. you spend too much money. You know what I mean? Well, these days it's hard not to spend too much money because of inflation and everything else. Well, yeah. But I mean, I, I, I want you to, we're going to give you more money, at least come to the table with ideas. You know, just like mm-hmm. Jay Leno said, I paid that money, but the staff never worked harder and they were appreciative right. and right. they did it. Yeah. So I kind of think the same way. If I'm, I'm going to give you a raise, then bring to me, you know, 
how much more you want, but also bring to me, well, here's what I'm going to do. If you give me a dollar more an hour, I could do this, that, and the other. But nobody does that. I agree. You hear that, John? I hear something in my headphones. That's a balloon overhead. I'm going to shoot it down. Oh, there's a balloon. Is that one of them sky balloons? The one of those sky balloons. Or sky. Although it sounds eerie, it sounds like like a like a vibrator. I I didn't listen to the sound effect completely before I put it in there. The whole. I, I when I got here to Cabo, I said, "Were you aware of all these balloons?" And you said, "No idea." No, nothing. you had no idea. Apparently, now there's a lot more of them. Like now. The Biden administration has been shooting down balloons every day. Something else comes falling out of the oh, sky. Oh, now they're shooting Now down. they've gone the other way. Yeah, yeah. they let the one go they by, did. and now, this, now they're shooting everything. Oh, so I see. If you've you know, if you got a small bird up there, he, watch out. He might be dead. So, all right, let's do, <clears throat> speaking of uh, recessions, let's do this one. This is a recession. Uh, I like that, though. It's kind of numbing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the recession edition of uh, fake cues here. So here's the four quotes. Well, here's the four people. One is Cher, mm-hmm. one is Walt Disney, Ronald Reagan, and you got it in front of you, oh. and Jack Welch. Jack Welch was the chairman and CEO of General Electric. Um, Who turned it around on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's some quotes about that one of these, each one of these f- persons has made a quote, and here they are about the recession. I've heard there's going to be a recession. I've decided not to participate. A recession is when you lose your job. A depression is when you lose... Oh. I'm sorry. A recession is when you lose your job. A depression is when you lose yours. When, yeah, I wrote that down wrong. A recession is when someone loses a job. A depression is when you lose yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I wrote that down wrong. In the recession, people are going to be looking even more at what movie stars are wearing as it provides a fantasy outlet. I think we know who said that one. Mm-hmm. Never miss out on an opportunity like a good recession is the last one. So. I think we both know that Cher said number three, talking about what the movie stars are wearing, right? Um, I was thinking maybe that might be Walt Disney. No, that's Cher. I'll give okay. you that one. All right. Well, well let, wait. Let me. Don't give me any. No, no, I'm no. Pretty no. Good I, at I this. thought for sure you'd get that one. Well, I didn't. You didn't give me a chance. I, I know. I know. I forgot. I had to let you, your deductive reasoning go to town. Yeah. So I got to read them like I did the last time. All right. You're rushing me. Okay, so well, now I only have three out of three. This yeah. should be a shoe in. All right. Okay. So um, wait a minute. This is number. Wait. This is one, two, three. This is very methodical. The way I do I, you do. You're you're, you're so, studying. Um, in the recession, people are looking even at more. Okay. So that was share. number three. Share one. That one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So now we have a recession is when you lose your job. A depression is when you lose yours. Yeah. Um, is when when your neighbor loses a job, the depression is when you lose yours. When you lose your no, it's, it's that's the way yeah, that's, that's, that's written, that's right? Um, and number one, I've heard there's going to be a recession. I've decided not to participate. Um, so that I want to say, I want to say that would be coming from a business owner or business CEO. So I want to say Jack Welch said number one. Okay. Hmm. And then a recession is when you um, when your neighbor loses yeah, a job. Depression never is when you lose like a good recession. I want to say, I want to say number four is Ronald Reagan, and then that would only leave me with number two for Walt Disney, which seems like a witty quote that he might have said. No, you're wrong on all of these. Jesus. Oh well, that's because you started me off wrong. Uh, I started you off. I gave you one. 
Mm. You want to try and you want to try and redo it? Well, let's see. Walt Disney. I can see Walt Disney saying. Um, I can see Walt Disney um, saying uh, number one. Yes, you're right. I could see. So that. Walt Disney said, "I've heard there's going to be a recession. I've decided not to." Yeah, participate. I can see that. All I can right. see that. Okay, so we got one and three out of the way. Now we got recessions when you lose your job. So that one must be Jack Welch, number two. No, a recession is when your neighbor loses a job. A depression is when you lose yours. Yeah, that would be number two, Jack Welch. No, that's number. Th- that's Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan Ronald actually Reagan. said that. Jack Welch said, never miss out on an opportunity like a good recession. Yeah. There you go. Well, what have I told you about a recession? It's an opportunity for people with money. Well, get richer. no, I also said a nice thing about a recession gets rid of all those whiny little <laughs> people who just constantly whine about how they got to go to work. And I'm so tired and I'm working so hard and and blah, blah, blah. You know what? If you don't like it, good. That's what a recession is for, to get rid of all the whiners. Call the, you, you call the herd. That's right. Yeah. Thin the herd. Because, I mean, if a recession hits start fireworks, there's a couple of whiners I'm getting rid of. Just because they whine too much. There's a lot of a lot of companies, you know, laying off a lot of people. They're laying off a lot of people, and you know that's what makes me laugh. You know, during the Trump era, they were giving raises, they were hiring people, yeah, and because they were saving money in taxes, they were putting that money back into the economy, right. and that was no good to give the business owner a little play. But now, you know, in this administration, they're saying how good the economy is because all these people were laid off of work and then they're now they're back and they're saying how good the economy is. It's it's not good. And how unemployment has went down. Well, if you laid them off to begin with, if you told them to stay home and gave them federal money and now they came back to work as they had to, that's yeah. not really finding jobs. No. no, no. But um, yeah, it's really a, sh- it's a shame. But I know Humana's laid off like 3,500 Another oh, company. Another big Amazon company. is laying off tons of people. They haven't even opened up any of those warehouses. They built yeah. so many warehouses all at once, and they haven't even opened up a lot of them. Mm. Even the one in Fargo is like I hear thirty percent occupied. Mm. You know, so yeah. yeah I was, no, another one just announced this week. So yeah, I love this balloon. It sounds like something you keep in your nightstand. <laughs> well, it probably reminds you of that little motel on River Road when you would go there with a young lady. Oh yeah, and the beds, and you, and the beds you, and vibrated, you, and you'd put fifty cents in nice, there, and yes. uh, and you vibrated. I do remember that hotel? I don't know yeah. if I ever stayed there any. Oh, you, you, you did. Uh, you did. I did. Yeah. Do you think so? You did because I remember you asking me for a roll of quarters. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, here, John Los Cabos Airport, airport to get a new electronic immigration system to speed up wait times. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. In the near future, the airport will be getting new electronic immigration system. Uh, the 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 system is already in use in both Cancun and Mexico City and appears to be successful in making the immigration process much quicker in those places. In addition to having the high-tech system installed in Los Cabos, Puerto Vallarta, and Guadalajara, we'll also be getting the new technology sometime in the future as well. So uh, let's see. Now, let's see. Um, and f- so far, more than 56,000 Americans have utilized the system. Over 6,000 Canadians have used the system. It's barely out of the trial stage. So uh, the why this is important, and we know this, Los Cabos is consistently growing in popularity ever since the pandemic. When travels, travelers continued to visit Los Cabos due to minimal restrictions, the system couldn't come at a better time. Million of foreign tourists visited 
popular destination in 2022. Americans accounted for a huge portion of them. There are direct flights available from more than 20 different U.S. cities, sometimes even multiple flights a day from just one airline and in one city. So, It could be why the coffee shop's doing so good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. By the end of 2022, the record for annual visitors to Cabo was broken with the arrival of 7 million passengers by air. Next year, tourism officials are expecting even more visitors from all over the world, with estimates curling around 8 million. To prepare for this record-breaking mass arrival, um, they're going to do some updates to the to the airport, which we know. So, Cabo is busting at the seams, John. Thank God. And then we got we we bring the good with the bad. Uh, I'm not I don't I'm not going to go through the story, but some pharmacies in Mexico are passing off fentanyl as fentanyl meth as legitimate pharmaceuticals. So. Uh, if you walk down the right, the wrong side of the street, beware of which uh, pharmacy you're going to, because you could be good in getting meth instead of your drugs. That's not a good. Well, thing. yeah, that's not a good thing. But you know, I've said as we pass by the streets, how could these pharmacies, all so many pharmacies, how could they all be making money? So many pharmacies. So what I did was, because I'm a numbers guy, so I walked into a pharmacy, and I basically looked at everything on their shelves which is like a lot of viagra is all it is and yeah and well they got all kind of ibuprofen they got the amoxicillin they got all, but if you look on their shelves they literally let's say give or take three to five hundred dollars they literally have about a thousand dollars on their shelves if they were to sell everything they had okay so when you think about the rent, because I know what rent costs and you know what labor costs out here, which is cheap, but still, when you think about what their overhead is based on what little merchandise they actually have to sell, there's no way they, they would even be in business. So I'm starting to think now that the pharmacies are really just another front for the cartel. For the cartel. Because you would, I mean, the electric bill alone with the big white sign out there and the glass cabinets. Now, I always wondered how they could stay in business. Yeah, there was another coffee shop that was over here and they went out of business. And it looks to me, as they are starting to open it up and decorate, it looks to me like it's going to be another pharmacy. I mean, how many pharmacies could you have? Yeah. And then you have to start taking in, um, you know, into effect that you only have so many people coming here to to Starfire, um, to, to Cabo. Right, right. And how many people are going to visit, you know, these pharmacies? It's got to be down to 1%. So if you do the numbers, it just doesn't make, it doesn't sense. make sense. Well, you never see anybody in there. Uh, yeah, I mean, a, per, a person will walk in and they'll maybe spend $50, $40. But, but still, you're getting maybe 10 people in there spending maybe $40, $50. And that's not... That's not including what the actual product costs. Right, right, So it's like, yeah. So I'm starting to think that when, you know, they open up all these, you know, um, pharmacy, I think it's just another way of washing money, I think. That could be it. So it's all front. You heard it here. So tomorrow I'm opening up a pharmacy. (laughs) (laughs) Wash some of that fireworks. Yeah. Oh, John, there's one. I, and you've been out of pocket so long, you're all over the place. You, I bring some of these stories to you just so you can... You can comment on them. Uh, Here's something that I guess was just overdue, but just shows you where we are in this world. 
AMC Theaters rolls out tiered pricing that makes a good seat even more expensive. <laughs> Why not? The largest, Why not? The largest exhibition chain uh, is, is announced Sightlines, a program under which ticket prices will be inflated based on the seat location and screen proximity. To put it another way, if you want to sit in the middle, it's going to cost you an extra dollar or two. In the middle? Yeah. Well, that's fine because I sit on the ends anyways. Why? I want to get out because I want to get out. Well, the, the theaters are never crowded. I may want but to. Are they going to police this is what I want to know. Yeah. I, well, I don't know when the last time you were at a theater, but I've, you know, I haven't been in one in a while. But even if you are, there's I mean, six, there's never a there's lot of people. There's six people in there. Right. Well, and some of the theaters are smaller than this room here. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, once again, it's like. You know, I'm not going to pick on banks, but, you know, I'm just saying like we talked about earlier. Okay. You know, the uh, we're talking about someone the, like the airlines with all their fees and the electric company with all their fees yeah. and the bank with all their fees. Well, I mean, everyone just got these, you know, the government with like, like you said, yeah. you know, we have to charge you uh, a fee for a permit well isn't it all of you know once again it's all one big fee basically a permit right. is right you're just charging me a fee to come in the movie a, theater a fee right. on top of a fee so now if you want a better seat in the movie theater just like the airlines you got to pay more for the better seat right i mean ticket prices are not high enough let alone to charge more for a better seat right but it's not you know even in the airline if the flight's not full they let you move around yeah so in a movie theater it's, yeah. it's, it's got to be only for sold out movies it's got to be for sold out movies, but once again, you got a police right. Oh well, yeah. And here's the thing that I really feel bad for. I really feel bad for the older generation with this tiered price. The younger generation. No, older generation. Like older, older folks. people. Like you know, old folks yeah. that yeah. go to movie theater, nothing else to do. Come on, honey, let's go. Yeah, but they usually go to a matinee on a Tuesday. I don't think this I is still gonna... feel sorry for him because here's why. Why? Because the women get cheap. Okay. So I could see this old man now sitting in the front row blinded yeah. because his wife saved $1 on the ticket. Even though he has probably a million in the bank. Right. But right. Just women, as they get older, they get a little bit cheaper. And I can feel it where yeah. they're going to have the... You're going to see a bunch of old women and old men on a fixed income blaring, blasting their eyes yeah. out. That's what I see. Yeah. Well, you missed the president's State of the Union address. That's one of the things he went after was fees. Yeah. Resort fees and things like that. People. Were and then he fun. said the airlines is not yeah. going to treat. Yeah. Your you should children deserve to like sit baggage. with your children. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw a bits and pieces of it because someone filmed it on their phone and then sent it to me. Really. And um, oh, they actually I was doing a Facetime with a buddy of mine. And he was pointing to thing at, at the, the at the tv while i was and going. i said please 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 turn that away because you know it's it's gotten bad i can't afford razors anymore i'm not shaving while i'm out here yeah so we tend about today you look like grizzly adams and paul said you look like grizzly banker <laughs> okay well there you go i don't know how much yeah, see, being a banker i have to shave so you know, when yeah. i'm here i let loose you let loose yeah cut you're, loose you're um you're like a wild cat or a feral no, uh, what's, what's the word you use? A uh, hip, hip cat. A hip something. cat. I said I was a hip cat. Yeah. I said I wanted to quit my banking job and then go out and be a, just 
<clears throat> carry a drum set around and just dr- go drum out here. And you said, um, if go you, drum. And even if I was cat. a good, you said, if you're not a, you told me I was. I said, even if you were a good drummer, I still don't think you would be a hip Ever cat. be a hip cat. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's very insulting. <laughs> I, know. I think with my beard and I let my hair grow long, you're just jealous because I let and my you, hair grow yes, long. Yes, you can let your hair grow long. Speaking of, of going wild and being a hip cat, John. Nude pickleball takes over Tampa Bay. Oh, that's gotta be that's gotta be fun for everybody. Pickle pickleball. Have you ever played pickleball? Mm-mm, no. The Oscar and Louie were playing pickleball the other day here. Yeah, I play pickleball here, but I've never. Yeah. I don't play it professionally. You don't play it nude either. No, no, I no. don't play it nude. What, what's swinging the racket or the? Yeah, yeah. Is that a pickleball in your pants? Or you just happy to see? Yeah. <laughs> It's a mashup of tennis, badminton, and ping pong, and it has exploded in popularity. Yeah. Uh, grew by 21% uh, between 19 and 20. Economists declare it the fastest-growing sport in America. Demand for courts is exploding. The rub, it only makes sense then that the sport would be also growing in popularity among those who call Tampa Bay's nudist communities home. Clothing optional resorts are advertising their pickleball facilities, holding tournaments and putting in more courts to meet the demand. Nude Pickleball is beating the pants off its competition, a pickleball news organization said. Um, popular nightfall pickleball is held. Oh, it's you play it at night. Uh, yeah. yeah it gives new are. meaning to the term grab your balls, the flyer says. It's time for pickleball. Popularity has grown so much. Um, they're getting rid of shuffleboard to add pickleball. Well, we had uh, we took two tennis courts here, and we made them into four four pickleball courts. Yeah, and it was a good thing. It was a smart decision. Everyone's yeah. playing. Uh, more people are playing playing get, pickleball. I get into feeling nude pickleball a little confusing. Too many balls on the court. Yeah, too many balls on the court. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when you think about that, um, what that was our um, our buddy Dino. He, he had too worked, many balls on the court? No, he worked for a pickle factory. Did he? Yes. Uh, years ago when we were kids. But unfortunately for him, he got fired. Why? Because he was sticking a part of his anatomy into the pickle slicer. Ah. Uh. So they fired the both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. What am I missing? So you thought the pickle slicer was a machine. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why they fired he was sticking, both of he them. He was sticking his junk in the pickle slicer. They both got fired. They both they got, got fired. So she was slicing the pickles. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So stupid. So anyway, so can I tell that joke? On We we told a little bit. So what joke? Uh, the joke with the, the tiny horses. Okay. So uh, basically what happened was... Um, the other day, uh, Paul, our friend, said, told me a joke. I'm always telling him jokes. So he wanted, to, he wanted to try and, you know, cheer me up, you know. So he said that they found, uh, they pulled 100 tiny horses out of a guy's butt. And the doctor said he's in stable condition. You know, his condition like, is stable. His right. condition is stable. So then I thought that was so hilarious. But I think it might have had something to do with the vodka lemonade. Um, yeah, you had the guy at the Corvera golf course. In the middle, well, in the middle of the day, I yeah. don't drink during the day, so to have a vodka lemonade, I went way over my. my I feel like this whole thing. trip has been you not not for you so much, but we've been doing a lot of day drinking. You've been doing a lot of yeah. yeah. I don't do any day drinking except no. for one vodka lemonade. One vodka lemonade. But anyways, um, so uh, so now I decided to text my coworkers 
and I would, you know, I made it more personal. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I basically named them, you know, and kind of, you kind of yeah. just, yeah, changed the whole. Yeah. You you fit the audience to the to the joke. And then and then um, you know my first text message was. I'm so glad we just got that great news, you know, and then obviously it fell into what was the great he news. He responds by text, what was the great news? Yeah, and I told them that they just pulled 100 tiny, 25 tiny horses out of, you know, Mitch's butt, which is one of the warehouse guys. Right. And I said, but good news is he's in stable condition. Right, so, right, you right. Know, And then I changed it around for the other employees as well, you know. Yeah, you did, what did you tell Clay? I told Clay that uh, they pulled it out of Dino's butt. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still laughing. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure Clay's still laughing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a funny text to get. Yeah. That's a funny one. So, And that's why I like, you know, that I'll tell you, that's what I really love about WhatsApp, texting, WeChat, all those. It really makes it nice that you could stay in touch with people without really bothering them. You know, sometimes you feel funny calling somebody. He's like, oh, I don't want to call him. He's probably busy. You make excuses not to call. Right. And the biggest excuse is you really don't want to call yourself because you don't want right. to take the time right. to call. Right. But, you know, uh, it's kind of cool that you could just send a random funny text letting the person, hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm not going right. to bother you. Right. But I thought you'd get a kick out of this. And it does. It, it allows me to keep in touch with people all over the world where yeah. – you certainly wouldn't want to do it by phone and you, right. you, you wouldn't have the time to do it by phone. And right. then uh, sometimes you call people up that don't want to be bothered and you're dragging every word out of their mouth. And then you feel like I don't want to call this person because right. he doesn't really want to talk to me. But when you send a text, you don't know if the person wants to talk to you, not talk to you, text you, not text you, right. laughing, sad, crying. But sometimes those text messages that I get randomly like that from different friends of mine kind of makes my day, you know. Right. And um, I think when I send out text messages to so many different people, it kind of makes their day too. But without taking the time like, oh, I got to, geez, I just logged onto my computer and I got to, you know, finish that. So, like, even in, I said about Big Mike, you know, he really, um, he was the best at calling you at the very wrong time. Yeah. And I did not take a lot of his phone calls. But I did not miss one of his text messages because I can answer a text message while still doing other work. Where phone calls, sometimes you got to stop and then you, you can stop working and then you got to take the call. And if it's about nothing, you're in a hurry to get off the call. So. Well, that was the problem. Mike, <clears throat> Mike didn't make, and he didn't never called me. But yeah. from what I understand, he can, you know. But he was lonely and didn't have a lot to do. So his calls would be almost a waste of time. But it was just him catching up. Him catching up, yeah. right? So, but I'm completely the opposite. I'd rather have someone call me. I feel like it goes quicker. Yeah, a business, you know, like when I have to sit on online with China for three hours going back and forth on WeChat when I could have done this in a 10-minute phone call or better yet, in a 10-minute meeting in my hotel room in China. But when you have nothing else to do, I mean, you have no choice, you have no choice. But uh, I just feel like I could text people that aren't really close enough friends that I'd want to call or I'd feel funny calling them like, what's this guy calling me for? You know what I mean? Where I could send them a text message and it kind of goes, you know, yeah. and maybe make their day. So, yeah. Okay. So, I, like, I wish these people would text me and email me from the fireworks brigade, you know, 
our listenership, and I would well, I, love to get more. I of those. see comments all the yeah, time on would, YouTube. I would love to get those because then yeah. they're just kind of fun. Like, oh wow, that guy's thinking of us. Yeah, yeah. No, and then I, when I, I respond got, all the time, like the guy that did the labels for um, uh, Red Lantern, you know, he called them. I want to talk to Johnny, and it was yeah. really fun that I got to talk to him. Be and, he, and we got to you know know him because he made the labels. We said, "What's this guy doing?" Right, right, so, right, right. But so well, and we but we need. Uh, which is good promotion. Everybody needs to go to our YouTube channel, check out all our videos. Please subscribe. Um, but um, we've kind of run out of we run out of content, and because the fireworks store is in Fargo, it's a little difficult to get there yeah. these days. So, but we need to we need to uh, we need to put some more videos on online. I actually <clears throat> tried to get a, a video of um, apparently there's new cartel night. Yes, but. Steve just sent me a picture of the old one. So, but I, he sent me a video of the old one. I need a video of the new one. I thought we could do a master class, but that didn't work out so well. Okay. But um, anyway, though, we should we need to get to Fargo and like shoot some stuff off. Well, we'll be getting to Fargo. We're gonna see how the tundra is doing and uh, see how cold it really is. I know we lost one semi trailer, and I mean with all the with all the snow they had and coming around the building and landing on one of the one of the containers. You know, just kind of crushed it. Wait, what happened? Well, what happens is we got one uh, semi backed into a dock, one trailer backed into a dock. Well, that wind, you know, in Fargo wraps that, whips that snow around. Okay. What well, all accumulated on the back of the semi trailer up against the building and the semi trailer because it's backed into the dock. Well, the whole roof just caved in. Oh, the semi? Yeah. Really? So right now they got it held up with like pallets just so it doesn't go any deeper, you know what I mean? But just you know, the whole semi just, you know terrible right now this is our weather nice what is it 62 you know what it is in fargo nope guess i'm gonna say it is uh 13 minus two wow <laughs> it's minus two in fargo right now <clears throat> to all my wonderful customers who are not in arizona you should be <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. but yeah we need to we need to get some more content on the youtube channel we always we always try to do our best to get that out there but and we're supposed to have a conversation with uh, Steve. What was his last name? Steve uh, with a G. Oh, yeah, hold on, I got it here. Galena or um, hold on, I got it right here. And maybe we we'll could get that done before we leave here today, or not today, but this week. Um, Steve Galena or something, Giuliano or something, it's an Italian guy. Yeah, hold on. As they say, like in uh, Idaho and all over, I think even in Missouri, they say Italian guy. You are Italian. Yeah, G-E-L-I-N-E-A-U. I text, I reached out to him on uh, 14th and asked him, yeah. asked him what his availability was for this week, and he hasn't gotten back to me. <clears throat> he wanted to talk to us about some Connecticut uh yeah, they're coming up again to vote for something. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, to yeah. Support it. Yeah, and that was fine. We, As we always we do. just couldn't we couldn't get together to get it done, and but now we're willing to do it. But whatever, maybe maybe we'll get a hold of him. Maybe the votes already happened or whatever. Yeah. But we'll try and get a hold of him. So, but um, well, I guess that's it. Unfortunately, we do not have, too much in the fireworks industry. So yeah, we do have a video we could shoot. Maybe we'll do it here at the coffee shop. We have the uh, the uh, six. Uh, fireworks brigade inspired labels we get to choose which ones we like oh. the best 
So I don't know if you want to do that at the coffee shop or do that here. Yeah, coffee shop. Yeah, we got to bring the camera. I like to make the coffee shop look busier anyways because people <laughs> like people. And then when you see like people in there with cameras, they realize there's a celebrity in right. there, which is usually me because they think it's paparazzi. Maybe tomorrow or Thursday or Friday we'll get that yeah. done. So, um, Did you, um, as I always ask you in Cabo, did you, um, what do you call that stuff here? Did you reach out to my buddy Leo and tell him, hey, we're here. No, I have not. I Leo DiCaprio, yeah. 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 You wouldn't like Leo's politics. I like Leo. I won't talk politics. Okay, okay. Maybe Leo will like my politics. Maybe you, you, you'll bring him over to the dark side, to your side? Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can see what, what, it, what it is when you have to work for a living. You might like that. Well, well, maybe Leo's just playing possum, and he really is a closeted conservative, but he just says all that stuff because you know, he's in hell. Well, um, that's... That's isn't that boy freedom of speech is not there is no such thing as freedom of speech. There is freedom of speech as long as you don't say nothing someone else doesn't like. <laughs> well, these days, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, maybe Leo's a closeted conservative. Yes, maybe. Maybe that's why he doesn't answer my tweet because he thinks he, I'm one he, of those guys. He knows you have a big presence in social media and he doesn't want to get associated with someone like you uh, personally see. he would swim in your pool anytime anytime but just you know to to, to, to be out there and to have the relationship how about we do how about we brought do out into the open how about we do this we text him tomorrow we say listen come hang out at casa star no politics just come swim in the pool. <laughs> it's a little cold. I got, I got some fine tequila up there, too. We'll give him a couple of shots of yeah. tequila. We'll, we'll break open the, the, the bottle with the arch. No, we're not. No. We're not. The one that's there, I'm talking about, there's only two bottles that will not get open. The on Hotel that. California. Oh, I'm sorry. Three, three bottles. bottles. Okay. No. Uh, let's see how good you are. What are the three that will not get opened? Okay. Well, I know it's the Hotel California. Yep. Because they stopped making it because yeah. the Eagles are suing them. Well, right. Yeah. That's not like, you know, Joe Walsh can't find a way to make money elsewhere. Yeah. <clears throat> and the, uh, well, the one Tommy just bought, the one that looks like the arch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm going to bring that one home. Tommy, my lovely brother-in-law, Tommy, got me one as well. Yeah. But I got a feeling <clears throat> that that tequila in my house, you know, Pauline's a bit of an alcoholic, you know, but she's married to me now. So, of yeah. course, she's got to be. I think she might end up just drinking it. It won't last. No, she shouldn't drink that one. No? No. No, it's been out of business for 10 years. I wouldn't drink it. Yeah. Does tequila go bad? No. Sure? I just feel it's a waste to have a bunch of bottles of tequila that we could replace sitting here. And I'm not saying make a margarita with no. it. I'm just saying that someone new comes over to the house that we open it up and we have a shot or whatever. I don't do it, but I mean, for a new people coming to the house, that, I offer them a shot. That that one that I bought last time with the skulls on it, Yep, yep. that's ex- outstanding tequila. Yeah, yeah. We had that's, that at your house. Well, you guys yeah, had it at your yeah, house. It was, yeah, that's outstanding tequila. It's, I bought another bottle to bring home that's very, very smooth. Well, so I would say the ones you're not going to open is the one that looks like the Arch which is killing me because I remember being here 10, 15 years ago. I they remember, everywhere. too. They were all over everywhere. the place. All over the, I could have cornered yeah. the market in those yeah, things. Yeah, all over the place. The Hotel California, knowing that they're closed down. <clears throat> and maybe the bull one that my dad got you. Yeah, yeah. Your nice. mom gave it to Tommy, I think. She gave him a couple of them. Okay. And then he brought one out and gave it to me, which I thought was really nice. Oh, no, he, he brought that here himself? Yeah. Did he really? And... Um, so then I decided that that because uh, in memory of your mom, the, that would never be open. And then we're not going to open up Hotel California in case 
I mean, it's it, they're done. Right. And then we'll never open up the arch since it's done. But, like, I love the, the D bottle. We drank it. I got to replace it. Um, what's that? The other one, Azul. There's a million of them laying around. Yeah. I mean, they're expensive. We no. got to buy them. I mean, all those other ones are just yeah. people buying them. For but I gifts. do like the ones that Bob got me. And you think it's the a guitars. Hard Rock Hotel, but it's, or you think it's a Hard Rock, but it's not. It's just, uh, just a, some it other. looks like a guitar from the Hard Rock, you know. So I thought those were really cool. John eats stars tequila collection, yeah. and you haven't had you have you ever even had a sip of tequila? Uh, yes, I took uh, a sip um, at the other uh, bar, Cox Cantina. The owner wanted to buy me a tequila shot, and I said, "No, no, no, no." I said, "Well, just give me a half a shot," and he gave me that Don Julio seventy or something. Okay, and that was like you said, good. very very smooth. I didn't have no like. You know. So the name of the bar is Cox Cantina. Yes. So when you're there, do you stay at the base of the cock or do you go to the tip I of the cock? I stay at the top of the cock. Oh, there you go. Okay. Which I've never heard that before. I thought, I thought it was really good. There you go. Because, you know, uh, uh, Cox Cantina's got the bottom bar and they got the third floor bar. And the middle that, is the... That's the shaft. Is the bathrooms. <laughs> the bathrooms there, yeah. I would never go in that place. It's just it's a, it's a, it's a, an alley with a stool. There's no... Well, you have obviously you've never been to the rooftop. No, I've never been to the tip. All right, I'll take it to the top of the cock tonight. Man, no, not tonight. I'm oh, going to bed. We go. I got to work tomorrow. Oh, I, that's I work right. here. Remember? You're right. You're right. I work yeah. here. I'll be. Well, okay. So sitting at this table tomorrow morning while you're sleeping. Yeah, that's a good. That's definitely. I know that's going to. Yeah, of course. Trying to hold it down though, so you don't wake me. I up. don't make any noise. Okay. So, anyways, uh, on my tombstone, I'm going down for the record. On my okay. tombstone, I will put. There goes the neighborhood. You want that? But I Rodney that. already stole that one. That doesn't matter. I could steal from Rodney. All right. And I'm sure by the time I die, they'll be digging him back up again. Isn't a rule that can only leave him down for 100 years? No. Is that a thing? I, I think so. Cemeteries um, could... Um, yeah. I always wondered about that. Sooner or later, we're going to run out of space. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can... Um, you can... You know, I don't know if that's a thing. I, I think I heard that. I actually felt, I actually, when I went to buy a bottle, go off on a tangent like we always do. I went to buy a bottle of tequila today. I walked in the tequila store and I knew the bottle I wanted. And obviously there was this couple sitting there and they were drinking, but they were probably just drinking shots. From yeah, they wanted to just take the free yeah. tequila samples. Right. And the guy's offering me free tequila. I go, no, I know which one I want. I don't want any tequila. I know it's great. I bought, you know. And then they just started talking to me. And then I just, they asked me where I was staying. And I said, well, we have a, I have a place in the Pedregal. So then next thing you know, I didn't want to explain any further. So I turned into you. And, you know, now I'm, you know, and they're like, oh, how did you like it? Did you build it? What did you do? What, is there a ground? How does it work? You can't own it. Now I'm answering questions be, like I own this place. And I'm like, like I, my dad does. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 you know, I'm like, stop asking me questions. I don't want to. I, I don't want to answer. They just kept going on and on. Well, we think we're thinking about building here, but we never know. And I'm like, oh, God, yes. I, I hate that. I, I cannot lie. I'm a horrible liar. You're a horrible liar. I would have. I would have. I would have. You wouldn't have to lie. If I would have ran into him, I would have basically got a check from them. (laughs) (laughs) We would have started construction. Uh, Yeah. We would. I mean, I would have said we're starting tomorrow. I was waiting for them to ask me the name of a good builder. Then I would have been screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. I know no one. So yeah. Yeah. 
Well, now that my new one is, is I love my new Yellowstone jacket. I just love Yellowstone. Yeah. I love the jacket. So now, and more people comment on the jacket when I wear it. They're like, wow, Yellowstone. I'm like, so my new comment now is, yes, they used my property to film on. <laughs> oh, God. Well, there's a lot of people that say that show has jumped the shark. You know that, right? The what? The show has jumped the shark. What's that, jump the shark? You never heard that saying? Never. Jump the shark. You never heard that? No. Jump the shark is a, is a saying that they use, for, especially for TV shows, but you can use it for anything. When something has, you know, was, was good and acceptable and it was a great show, but then it jumps the shark, meaning now it's not good anymore. It's got bad. The, the reason that they use that saying is because, remember Happy Days? Mm-hmm. Remember the episode where Fonzie was on the water skis and he jumped the shark? Yeah. They saved Happy Days got bad after that. So now if anything like was really good oh. and it turned bad, you say it jumped the shark. I am amazed at everything you know. How and, could you not know that? That's like no, nomenclature. That's, and, that's, and then and then in, in in contrary, you are amazed oh God, at there we go. and you are amazed at all the things I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I'm amazed at all the things you know. You want to talk about diamonds, no, meat, no, fireworks, I, you coffee. Know, you know way more than I do. I'm uh, you're a wealth of knowledge, but I never heard this jump to shark. You never heard jump to shark. But I do remember when Fonzie was jumping to shark. That's why they use it. That's 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 like the the that's the phrase you use when something just turns bad like you know you know anything you know and that's what happened at dallas when they like bobby got died or whatever and then they brought him back and then like a year later they just show him in this in the shower like it was all a dream so the whole so they want you to believe the whole last year was a dream there's things that happened in the show besides that that were not dreams billions axelrod left and they got this other guy so the show jumped the shark jumped the shark now it's bad but people so it two and a half men charlie sheen left to jump the shark shark. all right star fireworks when i leave jump the shark (laughs) oh you're gonna be right in the dino's pool yeah. <laughs> You'll never leave. You're, they're going to have to bury you in that place. I hope so. I hope so. You hope so? You want yeah, to I want to stay there forever. You're buried right there? Yeah. Well, yeah. we and uh, speaking of Star Fireworks, we do have a dealer show first Saturday in May. Yep. It can't uh, can't come quick enough, let me tell you. Yes. You yeah. got that right. I so. need the summer to come. I want to remind everybody, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're going to get some more videos out there shortly. We got to get some out there. Um, we appreciate everybody listening and hanging in there with us. And uh, there'll be a lot of good content in 2023. We'll, we'll make sure we get a lot more out there. Yep. We got, uh, we got a lot of good, uh, lot of good feedback. From now on, I'll just start sharing you the comments on YouTube. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'll yeah. Just see some so anytime we put a video, we get at least, you know, And then half did you a dozen. comment on the comments? Oh, yeah, I respond back. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah all the time. Sometimes, uh, you know, I've got to fake it like I know what I'm talking about because you're the fireworks guy. Yeah. Well, the last one we just did was the parachutes. Yeah, I love and, it. And I think you said 10 foot or it was, it was labeled wrong. Yeah. Ten foot parachute yeah. instead of ten inch. Yeah, and the one guy commented back, "Is like I'd love to see a ten foot parachute." I'm like, "Me too. Let's see if we can do it." But uh, anyway, all right, everyone. Well, it's been fun. Another Super Bowl in the books. Yeah, my my team won. I picked it. You you picked it. Another Super Bowl. I picked in it. The and I even wore Cabo. the colors for it, so it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had a new location, but you were okay with it, and we, yeah, we got the strip cards it. filled out. We're all good. So and now you're going to go off and to the bottom of the cock or the tip of the cock i'm gonna go to the top of the cock the top (laughs) um no i think uh tonight i'm gonna hit the hay no tired i'm gonna go to bed i can't see that coming from you 
We can record for another hour and a half. No, God, no. No, we're done. (laughs) All right, everyone. It's been fun. We'll talk to you soon. We've abused these people long enough. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's have a good night.